It's Top Shelf Fantasy. Drinking a Curiosity 83 by Treehouse Brewery. Uh, Top of Fantasy. Scott's here. Drinking the Cats. Yeah. By Exhibit A. What's going on, Craig here? Cracking all the dogs. Harpoon directly. What's up, Tori here, a little wet from Craig, not a sexual thing. Uh, I got a dragon dance from Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company. It's uh, hopefully delicious, I've never tried it, but it's a, it's a new one from them. Uh, welcome to Top Shelf Fantasy. This is our 52nd podcast, and today is February 10th. Not a lot going on in the NFL right now, or for your fantasy squads, assuming you're wrapped up and not playing XFL fantasy at this point. Um, just a reminder, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or directly on our website at TopShelfFantasy.com. Please also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TopShelfFNTSY, and shoot us your questions off offseason. What, tell us what you're doing to prepare for next season. Uh, we're always on the lookout for new strategies, and we'd like to hear what you're doing. Um, first thing, guys, you want to get into the news? Any Any updates? Any big things happening? Chiefs won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait, Boo. the Super Bowl happened? Super Bowl happened, yeah. They won. Um, the secondary Super Bowl. It's not the fantasy one, I'm, so it's not I'm, quite as right. important. I'm so glad Mahomes got MVP, too, because if Damian Williams got it, I would have been so upset with a mediocre, below-average <laughs> running back. Everyone was so pissed that, that he was like, oh, it should have been Damian. He got that last like 60-yard yeah. touchdown run just in garbage time. I mean... And outside of that, he his probably other one was, deserved it in real world. Like, yeah, <laughs> his, his other one was valuable. Inches just, away from not like being David a touchdown. Williams. So, um, yeah, we're talking about uh, decade players, uh, or we're gonna touch on some decade players. So, we're gonna give a shout out to Kobe, who has for the last decade just tantalized all of us. Kobe. Yeah, I mean, R.I.P. Tragedy. Him, his daughter. Shout out to yeah, their family. Have but, you guys seen the uh, L.A. Um, graffiti art, yeah, it's wild. It's, wild. it's really cool stuff. Yeah, it's nice. It's like the whole city is really giving him a tribute, which is yeah. Even at the Oscars last night, they yeah. had a tribute to Kobe. It's what he deserves. I mean, you've seen it sport, you know, sports wide, baseball, like no baseball's not a session, but basketball, hockey, everybody's giving him a tribute, and it's well deserved. So, um, a little sad news there. In other sad news, uh, back to football though. David Johnson looks like he's getting released by the Cardinals. I'm not sad. I mean, th- I was gonna say that's kind of exciting. News. I'm not sad. Like, <laughs> it's exciting if you're Open Chase Edmonds some, or Kenyon yeah. Drake owner, but it's or any I mean, rookie c- coming into the draft. It's very <laughs> sad if you're a David Johnson owner in Dynasty. I just think of sure. it always as sad when you see the changing of the guard when these guys who were fantasy football stalwarts for I don't know, ten plus years. Well, I don't know if David Johnson qualifies as ten plus years, but for a good chunk of time, he's been a top pick. And now he's you really he, on the way out. He's done. Unless he latches on somewhere else. And yeah. It's a resurgence. But I don't might know be, going. I mean, watch him go to Miami and tear it up. And it'll be like, okay, so Kenny Drake can't get it done. Or go, or go <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. under firm belief that, that he's stopped trying. Like after that one play, I'll, I'll, I'll reference it so many times. I just think that David Johnson, I don't know if, if, if he really has it. I think that the way that the team has performed the last two seasons has really not you know, giving him any, um, garbage. you know, uh, effort or giving him, you know, any attitude towards being good. He still seems dinged up too. this whole season. He was hurt. Like, I don't know if he's going to get healthy in the off season and come make a resurgence, gonna but sign him. I mean, everybody wants a running back, so somebody else. I mean, him. We've seen dead people before come back to life with Frank Gore. Uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. It's my favorite example. LaShawn McCoy was written Chris off Johnson. when he was leaving. You know, Chris yeah. Johnson. So it can happen. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, Greg Olson, 
is leaving uh, <laughs> Carolina. He yeah. should have his decision <laughs> so by play. tomorrow, I think. He's making a decision? I think so, or it's very soon. He's so, going to the XFL. <laughs> the XFL. Yeah. He's already commentating. He's on the, the first broadcast. Was it really? he, would yeah, fit very, he would fit very well in the XFL, actually. Oh, yeah. So, well, he's not going to get paid. <laughs> no, well. not, not, not he's going to decide if he wants $25,000 a year or an actual yeah. NFL contract. They already fired a head coach, Pepper Johnson. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. That, that was very, very quick. Yeah, so he... Uh, Went to Buffalo, Washington, and Seattle. So between those teams, I don't know what's the best fit. I would say Seattle. Um, oh, Seattle would be great. Then for again, him. they have Disley there. Hollister. The skins, he might have a better shot being the. Oh, Buffalo I think it's main I guy. think it's Washington through yeah. and through because I mean obviously you have the Ron Rivera connection, so that's just like the number one thing to you know cross off the list. But Vernon Davis had just retired. So that was the backup to Jordan Reed, who never plays. Yeah, Jordan Reed so, came right. the field, and then they got sprinkles. Uh, sprinkles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's 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 almost, in my opinion, a given that he would go to the Redskins. Now, there's other teams that he should likely visit. New England um, Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> it's just it, it. I don't know. I just I I don't think he should really um, just stick to three teams this early before free agency's really even begun. Well, again, know. he can say tomorrow that he's going to go wherever he wants, and it doesn't matter because he can't sign a contract until free agency opens. Right. So, yeah. I mean, if he maybe it's a leverage thing for him to say, hey, I'm going to Washington, and then every other team goes, well, you know, I'll take you. Bill Belichick will offer him a pack of gum, and maybe we'll yeah. get him in Foxborough. Yeah, he'll <laughs> sign <her> a contract, <laughs> and then Bill Belichick will offer a contract. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, then the one last move in the offseason that we've seen, uh, another changing the guard, Phil Rivers is out in – Los Angeles almost at San Diego again. He'll be the San Diego Chargers to me forever. But, forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's moving on. We I don't know. really wouldn't be surprised if they moved back. Just a side note to that. Because they've everything yeah. I've heard, they just aren't doing well. Well, there's zero fan base. They have no fans. They have no fan base, and they're renting the stadium. Yeah. And then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that surprised if they moved of, back to uh, Phil Rivers. God. Like, <laughs> they've, they've got nobody to play quarterback with. they got Tyrod Taylor, I think, on the on the bench. I think No, Tyrod uh, Taylor's not He's anymore. not even there anymore? So. Okay. And then it's... It's all just a joke. They said Rivers is not returning to LA, but when they move back to San Diego, mm. that's her. It's a well crafted joke. We said LA, though. But he just so. moved to Florida. Yeah, so, I, they're probably in rebuilding phase too. So. But they don't Which have is the crazy because they were a piece away. Yeah, from being there. Right. They, Hunter Henry finally they, getting healthy. They just well, their like, defense is going. They barely a lot lost to the Pats last year, right in the playoffs. Yeah. Hunter Henry was well. He was playing that game. It was his first game back. Still dinged up. Their d- defense is great. Running backs are great. Wide receivers are great. Rivers play great. This year he did not. But it sounds like he's gone. They'll probably franchise tag Hunter Henry. Gordon might be gone too. So it's kind of sad that they were so close. But you see it a lot in the NFL. These teams come so close. Uh, even the Falcons. Like I don't think it would be a big rebuild though. I think because that some of the pieces are still there. I mean, it's hard with, to find with Williams, with Williams as wide receiver and Allen and Hunter Henry, they're not going anywhere, and they do have um, at least Eckler. Eckler. Yeah. So with with that, if they got maybe an offensive lineman, and then they are in a, a, a position this year to get one of the top quarterbacks. You know, regardless what you say about whether you like a quarterback coming into the draft or not, they are going to get drafted high. If you have the capital to draft one, they are going. To to do it and even the Mitch Trubisky's of the world or or you know um Josh Allen who was drafted at the ninth uh spot a few years ago like quarterbacks will in a top you know um pick will 
produce something. They will they will have to the do problem, something. Okay, so the problem is is that by the time your quarterback gets acclimated to the NFL and the offense, the rest of those pieces that we just talked about are too old to be productive. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Unless no, you want like Andy David Dalton Johnson. as your as your quarterback, I don't know what the the Chargers should have kept him. To be completely honest, there's nothing better out there. Um, I mean, why not one year get a quarterback right. to sit that's behind I mean. him for a year? Or at least have Rivers they get coaching for a year. That's their. That's the problem. Yeah, I, yeah. It's it's very interesting. The Bucks never going to switch quarterbacks. <laughs> you would probably. think Jameis goes to. Goes I mean, to <laughs> Rivers is already thirty in for thirty, Florida, baby. So. The problem too, though, with the the Brady rumors is that they it have, was confirmed today that they're going to let him test free agency. But the the Chargers themselves, they have never oh, gotcha. shown, or they've always shown a hesitation to spend their money in yeah. free agency or just hit their cap at all. They're right. they're they're cheap, not well, in, saw, for lack of a better Gordon. word. Yeah. So Vincent Jackson. And a report came out too that Anthony Lynn was never really that in love with Philip Rivers and with him being well, the, the um, <laughs> coach the last two years. They said that they want a, a different style quarterback, and and I know Rivers is no Brady, but that's not going to be a change you want in a style. Less competitive. Yeah. You mean Rivers, who was like yeah. fifth in MVP <laughs> voting last season? Yeah. I, they, I, I don't want that guy. If I could build a quarterback, it would be something like Philip Rivers. Like, yeah. yeah, Peyton Manning was great, but Peyton Manning wasn't getting up in defensive line. Oh, you, you gotta love his intensity. He's chirping. I love the uh, whole I don't one. like Anthony Lynn now. Just <laughs> this is why I hope he goes to the Bucks. Just throw the ball constantly and just get pissed and throw picks. I don't care. Right. I mean, clearly Arians doesn't either. That'd be great fit. Um, all right, decade teams. Yeah. Do we have any other news? I don't think. No. This is the point right. of the podcast. No. Talk right. about our all decade teams. Yeah. And then... We're gonna get to our decade teams. Now, the thing about this is this doesn't matter at all. So I'm it's just, just a fun. Th- thing. I'm just gonna throw that out there. It matters a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there. But this is this is very very fun. He looks are right we, are, How are we doing this? Are we going quarterbacks and then yeah? And then we'll switch we'll positions. Some, um, All right. Yeah. So I'll just start. My quarterbacks Cam Newton. Um, I know Cam Newton didn't play the full decade. Cam Newton doesn't have the stats that the Drew Brees, Tom Brady's of the worlds have. But Cam Newton was third in the decade in or that's wrong. But anyway, he had 58 <laughs> rushing touchdowns in the decade for almost five. And that was the thing with Cam was Cam was always kind of that X factor quarterback where he was going to finish as a top five quarterback. Almost if he played 16 games, he was finishing as a top five quarterback. Uh, I mean, he's done now. Um, hey, maybe he'll go to go to Tampa Bay or something. But yeah, Cam's my quarterback of the decade. 50, he was he was a fun one to have. Fifty eight rushing touchdowns would make him uh, tied for six with Todd Gurley. That's crazy in that the decade. Yeah. In the decade, and he's a big dude. Like he could t- like t- take a hit too. He's not, he's not like Vic where he can get hit and you know be hurt, but. Right. I, he was just, I mean, he was a baby at times. Like, you got frustrated watching Drama him. Drama queen, yeah. But he, but. Was a, he was a fun, like, when you take his personality out of it and watch Cam, the football player, he was a fun, fun football player to own in fantasy and just watch. And, well, and we talk about it all the time with the, the rushing threat quarterbacks. He's putting up passing stats and rushing stats, and that's right. what made him such a dynamic and deserving pick for your yeah, quarterback position. I don't position. think he was even from like a passing yards perspective. He was that far off. Uh, no, eh. okay. I take that back. <laughs> yeah, he had some competition. I saw the fifty-eight rushing touchdowns. I was like, all right, let's yeah, go. He had some competition with the passing, but um, Craig, you want to go with your quarterback? Yeah. So mine's Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's I, I I feel I feel like that might be the, the cop out. Is is the but that's my all decade players. Aaron Rodgers finished you know top five. 
nearly every single year except for the last couple towards the end um you know i know 2017 he started to fall down and you know 18 and 19 he obviously didn't but he had a few uh number one finishes in there and you know almost always a top five i mean aaron Rodgers is uh nine times out of ten in the past 10 years is the first quarterback off the board uh so that's it, it was just pretty standard pretty easy choice for me to go aaron Rodgers. yeah fair across the board Corey. Yeah, I took uh, definitely – Craig said his was a cop-out. I'd say mine is just the most obvious one. Um, it's Drew Brees. I mean, just look at his stats. He led almost every significant category in the decade. You go from completions, which he led, attempts, which he led, completion percentage, yardage, touchdowns. I mean, interceptions, I'm not going to count those. And his uh, quarterback rating was, let's see, number four overall. So he's just absolutely lights out. He's been a stalwart on your fantasy teams for – the, literally the entire decade and beyond and it looks like he's going to continue uh for the foreseeable future he's not dinged up at all and he's still on a high performing high power offense so uh yeah i think manning's probably the only one who gives him a push but he think he wins it yep and uh i'm also picking drew Brees as well um four s- seasons in the last decade over five thousand yards which is absolutely insane um and before 2018 he didn't throw for less than 4,000 yards. I know last year he missed um, five or six games with an injury, but same points as Corey said. The ratings up there. The touchdowns are up there. Um, played almost every game besides besides last year, but Drew Brees is mine. Um, I'll start with my running back, back I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. I will. My first one is LaShawn McCoy, mainly because, I mean, there's – Probably better people out there, but from the last 10 years, he is the best one, I believe. From 2010 on, um, 1,000 yards, 1,300 yards, 840, and then 2013, he had 1,600 yards, nine touchdowns. This guy was in the receiving game. No matter what team he went to, we always thought he'd fall off when he went to Buffalo. Um, He did not. He had another great season, over 1,200 yards twice. Last year was kind of weird. I mean... The Chiefs did nothing last year, and Buffalo was kind of, you know, sad. But from Philadelphia to the early Buffalo years, he was a very consistent guy and played at least 12 games every season. So he was always a safe pick in fantasy. Yeah, 100%. Should I go with my second one or just keep on going Yeah, around? take your second one. All right, my second one is, is just kind of tough because he's not that consistent, but Jamal Charles, when he was healthy, he was probably the running back one or two. 2010, 1,400 yards, five touchdowns, um, 45 receptions. Season after that, 83 yards. So this guy got hurt a lot, but when he was healthy, he always had over 1,000 yards rushing. He had over 40 receptions, a lot of receiving yards. But the one thing is this guy did not stay healthy. Second note, this is one of the first, like, get your handcuffs guy. Mm-hmm. Jamal Charles, if you ever drafted this guy, you always had to get Niles Davis or Spencer Ware, any backup in that offense. Because when he got hurt, that back became an, a, another top five back. So Jamal Charles, as well as any Chiefs running back at that time, is uh, in my top five or top RB, I guess. Uh, Corey? Yeah, my uh, first running back is Adrian Peterson, still playing in the league. So he's played through the entire decade he was drafted in 2007 he's got the most touchdowns in the uh in that 10 10 year period there and he's in third place for yards so his production is there 
I think just as a general overarching comment for this entire um, segment, the running back position is a little bit harder to quantify. I think than running backs, just be, I mean, than quarterbacks, just because you don't get a lot of guys who play through ten years at you know a consistent starting NFL talent level, and Adrian Peterson's been able to do that. Um, seriously, ten years of solid production where every single year it seems like he is showing up, and even this past year with the Redskins, he was able to uh, take over after a couple injuries and really spearhead a backfield that needed the help. Um, this is also not counting a lot of the damage he did from 2007 to 2010, but just from 2010 to 2019, he's almost dominated the league in the running back position. Um, my second running back, a little bit more on the fringe or maybe a little bit more controversial, but I'm going with Arian Foster. Um, his career and many seasons throughout were limited and cut short by injuries, but uh, the years he was healthy, he was really just about as dynamic as they came, kind of similar to what you talked about with LaShawn McCoy. Uh, he was a pass-catching back before it was commonplace for all running backs to catch the ball. He was also a perennial all-pro, just really could never get into the playoffs, and I think that really hampers people's remem- uh, her memory of him. But likely, if you had him on your fantasy team, he made y- helped you make your way to the playoffs and probably win a couple championships if you drafted him at the right spot. Um he has three of the highest touchdown total seasons of the decade, and no other running back is listed on that list more than once. So he was a pretty lethal guy in his heyday. So I had Adrian Peterson and LaShawn McCoy on mine as well. Um, but I don't want to make any more points on that. There's actually a guy that I wanted to put in, and I'll, I'll, I'll keep Adrian Peterson on mine because he's just a stalwart. He's been since the day he entered the NFL. Um, has, has been, a you know, everyone's you know, darling when it comes to running back and, you know, fantasy football, he's always or most often the number one running back off the board. Uh, there was a few years that uh, the running back that I'm going to put in instead of LaShawn McCoy, uh, that he took the league by storm uh, from when he went over from Buffalo over to Seattle. And that's Marshawn Lynch. And Marshawn Lynch for years in Seattle would just run people over. It was just fun to watch, fun to have on your fantasy football team because you're. You, that's the point of fantasy football is to root for the players that aren't on your normal home teams. And Marshawn Lynch was someone who I had on my team. I guess it's a personal thing. I had him on my team many, many years. And, you know, two of my favorite plays of all time have come from Marshawn Lynch. The Skittles <laughs> man himself, which, the you know, the... The, um, the whole my D one? Yeah, the whole, the whole my D one. And, and uh, the, Chad, what it was, the earthquake or the, yeah, the, the beast quake. Yep. You know, all, all, all that being said, Marshawn Lynch has to be discussed in an all-decade team for last year. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. All right, so I had Arian Foster as well, um, so I'm not really going to touch about, uh, much about him. Ray Rice, okay, and this is how old we are. I th- I really thought he played more What's seasons his, in the last was decade. Was it 13? He only played three years in the decade. Well, he, he got kicked out of but I can't believe that, that was that long ago. Six years ago, he got kicked out of the NFL. Yeah, it's crazy, uh, but Ray Rice was phenomenal. So I'm just going to list off some, some old names that most fantasy football players should know. Um so DeMarco Murray gets up there, but Matt Forte was somebody we didn't mention. Yeah. Frank Gore wasn't somebody uh, was somebody that we didn't mention. Frank Gore's our flex play. Well, uh, Frank Gore was we're the, doing was a the flex. Top shelf well, flex. For, he's like our honorable <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael Turner. Did did he play a lot in the decade? 
he played two years in the okay, decade. Right. He say, plays in. I'm I'm just trying That's to think of a couple story. different names, but it, it's it's funny too because it's. I mean, Love Bell got uh, five years or six years on here. You know, like Murray was on here for about six years. I don't know well. how you don't pick Lev Bell. You know who I? I ju- didn't think Love Bell saw. played that much in the decade. I just my whole time lines are apparently messed up. I thought he only played like four years in the decade. But one one other guy too is uh, Jonathan Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Stewart, Stewart played Stewart. until 2018. Yeah. He yeah. was a Frank or like consistent. Mm. Uh, another man. one, Lamar Miller. Yeah. was just always <laughs> going to be mediocre. <laughs> See, the <laughs> thing with Lamar, I, I never I never liked Lamar Miller. But he was good. He was good. He, All right, he's wide receivers. Good, yeah. good offense. On to the wide receivers. Wide receivers. So I picked uh, Antonio Brown because he's Antonio Brown. I mean, he's just absolutely dominating. But Larry Fitzgerald is like the Frank Gore of wide receivers of this decade. He... When he's like him and Anquan Bolden were just a force <clears throat> to oh, be reckoned with, best year and, ever. and like just <laughs> seeing his dreads fly down the field for a sixty-yard touchdown from Carson Palmer, there was nothing better over the last decade. I mean, I feel bad for Arizona Cardinals fans because they had to put up with garbage for like the last five years, but Larry Fitzgerald was always—I don't know—he the the dude is semanted, semanted. I mean, the biggest thing is he he's semanted. The, the yeah, last yeah. the last semanted. five years, every year it's it's the drop off of Larry Fitz, and yeah, every year he comes back and says, "No, I'm I'm still here." Last year he kind of fell through, but I mean, rookie quarterback. But, but so be, but. so even two years ago, the whole he's off the cliff. He finished as a wide receiver too. Yeah, like he finished and as, still a wide as a WR forty the next oh, yeah. year. Like he's, he just doesn't get the freaking credit, and he's back. And we're gonna do the same. So. We're gonna be the, doing the same disrespect to him again this year. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's a tradition. It's a pancake breakfast. We do it every month. Uh, all right, Craig. Um, so easy is is Antonio Brown, um, and it's just there's no reason. There's not. There's nothing to tell you that he shouldn't be listed as the number one uh, wide receiver. Well, he's crazy. Stats are like. It's I mean, no, they're absolutely unreal. Do you want to go over stats? So, like, for for the for the whole entire decade that we what we have, uh, yeah, eight hundred and forty one receptions, eleven thousand two hundred sixty three yards. So that's obviously over a thousand a season, um, and seventy five touchdowns. So just and a this point is last like, year too with fifty six yards, and, and and last yeah last year he did nothing. And with eight hundred forty one catches, if you're playing. Half point PPR. That's 420 points that he added to your team over a decade. If you had him for some reason the whole time, but 420 points just from catching the ball. That's not accounting for yards and touchdowns. He was second in TDs in the decade at 75, behind Gronk at yeah. 79. So, and he's the, what five ten? Two, <laughs> like, two, crazy. 2013, 1500 yards. 2014, 1700. Next year, 1800. Year to that, 1200, 1500. 1300. Like, this guy is just the most consistent yes. receiving player since Michael Thomas. His, his, well, yeah. Um, he was before Michael Thomas, yeah. but. You know what I meant. Um, Go yes, <laughs> I do. Uh, his, so, his averages at one point were like 120 catches, 1,200 yards, 10 plus touchdowns. I remember sitting at a draft when I drafted Antonio Brown. I think it was like second or third overall. People looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, this dude's about to go put up 13 touchdowns, 1,300 yards, and 100 balls. And that's what he did. Exactly. And he did it every <laughs> year. Yep. Yeah, he, he's, he, 
He was good. But he's batshit crazy. I wish you were still on the bats, you moron. He wish will not in, play in another league, down or in, in the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah, he's not going to play in the NFL again because well, he's right he's, now he's looking at years in prison. He needs to be in rehab. Okay, All right, Craig, your uh, second one. The only other guy that I could absolutely consider in this category was Julio. Um, and that is strictly because of yards, strictly because every single season you're talking over 140 uh, targets. It's just the the guy that you know when you're looking at production, when you're looking at um, you know who's who's getting the most looks on their team, which is definitely one thing that you need to be doing in fantasy football. Outside of looking at talent, you need to make sure that the players you have on your team are actually playing on, on the field. And Julio Jones has probably the highest production numbers um you know per you know attempt or per target uh as far as fantasy football numbers go now there was a two-year stretch where his touchdown numbers were really low but he still uh has been able to produce a top five wide receiver performance almost every single year this past decade so julio has to be listed as you know part of my all decade team yeah uh, so again, I had Antonio Brown just like everybody else in the world, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to sub him out just so I can talk about somebody different real quick. Uh, Des Bryant. I did sure. not realize until I started looking at some of these stats, how good he was. And he only played from 2010 to 2017 because he can't get a job in the NFL right now for whatever reason. But in that past decade, in the, in those seven years where he's competing against guys who played eight and nine, um, he's in second place for touchdowns. He has 73 touchdowns in that 10 year period. And he's, right behind Antonio Brown at 75. So pretty explosive talent, obviously a red zone guy. He doesn't have nearly as many yards. He's only at about 7,500, but 900 catches, um, sorry, five, 900 targets, 531 catches. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have questioned it. Yeah, I, It sounded wrong because uh, Antonio Brown only had 841. Yeah. But, well, but yeah, um, guys in, in perennial all-star, all-pro, whatever you want to call him, he kind of suffered maybe from having – Tony Romo at times, but then also benefited from having Tony Romo in the good times. So just want to throw him out there real quick. And then my other guy who I was actually planning on talking about was Calvin Johnson, AKA Megatron. Um, again, he had a decade cut short. He stopped playing in 2015 just because he was sick of being on the terrible Detroit lions, but he was an absolute freak. He had a lot of the records until uh, Michael Thomas came along and broke him or Antonio Brown came along and broke him. So, I think he's a little bit harder to slot into a number two wide receiver spot, but is definitely deserved of being talked about because even though he retired after only five years in the decade, he had 62 touchdowns, which is good for eighth in an entire 10 year span where other guys played the whole decade. Right. Well, so if you take his, if you take his numbers and extrapolate them over the whole decade, oh, 1600 yards, right. 120 touchdowns, right. especially if you could somehow take him and just put him into the equation that is still Matt Stafford, Marvin Jones, uh, Kenny Galladay, the tight ends they've trotted through there, the talented running backs, he would have dominated the NFL for as many years as he wanted to play. Yeah. All right, can so we a, can we get a couple honorable mentions in well, wide receivers real quick? Antonio Brown, yeah, and Kelvin. Oh, Johnson. oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. So, you still have to go. You still have to go. My yeah, bad. My so bad. So my other guy was Kelvin Johnson as well, mainly because 2011, 1600 yards, 16 touchdowns. Next year. 1,964 yards, just shy of 2,000. Next year, 1,500 yards. The year, his his last year in the NFL, 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns, then he just retired. It just shows you what he could have been after that. It's just 
absolutely amazing. Who was the GM of the uh, of the Lions that let him walk? He was it's pissed because it was his decision. It was, yeah, it, was it was his decision because they weren't paying him what he wanted to get paid. They were paying him. They were giving help, and they were forcing him to play when he was right. very hurt. Hurt, and he's like the what they do to you. I mean. How do they do this with with Barry Sanders? Then their next best talent was that since yeah. Sanders. They're doing the same thing. Like was that still Matt Millen back when he was GM? I think it was. I think he was oh, GM for both of them. It was just another yeah. thing that the Ford it, family did wrong. It, it's just a bad team. Like how do you screw that up? You have this once in a lifetime type of player. I mean, Kevin Johnson was a first overall pick in drafts for years before Antonio Brown started to become the first overall pick. Um. Probably him and AP were probably the top two of right. the last decade, but it just it's just sad that ki- he, you, you think he kicks himself that he like never thought about going to another team or anything. Yes, yes, I and five years and ago, I, I like the Patriots. I, I always thought he would like take a, a year off, but I think if he ever came back, he, the Lions would have had to like drop him, and they always said no. Oh, yeah. We're gonna keep him. Like, just drop the freaking guy. Like, yeah, who cares? it was the it, Lions' it, fault. It, it's over now. But all right, some honorable mentions. I'll, I'll put it out there. Marcus Colston um, for the Saints back yeah, in the wow. day. That's a good. Um, I feel like that's he was one of the fr- the only rookies with over a thousand yards before the whole OBJ s- season. So, and I'll say Anquan Bolton too. He retired. Um, kind of. Er- Early as well, more in the early part of the decade, but uh, he's also pretty good. Did Andre Johnson do anything in this? Uh, so that's decade? what one guy I wanted one, to point not, out. I don't think it was he, this decade. Towards the end of uh, the decade is when he was, or towards the end of his career, he was with, I believe it was the Colts, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that that last year. Yeah. And so he, with that, and then I think maybe Schaub might have been the quarterback, or, or maybe it was even Ryan Mallett. Uh, the quarterback he over played, in Houston. He played six years in the decade. Yeah. So, yeah, he played six oh, years in the decade, but the back half of it was not uh, all that great because of his age. But before that, if because he was kind of in between the two decades, so he wouldn't even have showed up on the, the decade between 2000 and 2010. Like, Andre Johnson had himself a career. He was he was way better than er, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, until he came in and kind of stole that mm-hmm. stole that spot. Um, Another real similar guy that I'm just coming across now, looking in that kind of similar, I don't know, five six year range in the decade. Dwayne Bow, he killed it for the Chiefs. Bow, yeah. Come well, on. that one season with 16 Boo. touchdowns yes. <laughs> and over a thousand yards was, or I think it was over like 400 yards. Um, yeah, that was that was insane. Who yeah. who was the quarterback? I mean, Smith, right? Bonut. Uh, I yeah, I think Alex, Alex Smith, Smith, and it was probably I mean. Yeah, Dwayne the the two guys thir- I wanted to shout out were Brandon Marshall and Jordy Nelson. I mean, those, those Jordy, Jordy Nelson Jordy was yeah. my favorite Brandon wide receivers Marshall, to draft. Though. That's mm-hmm. a very good one. Oh yeah, I mean, in, and he's a guy you can get like in in the back of the top ten wide receivers each year, and he would produce as, as a top five. Oh yeah, just because he was kind of you know crazy. Well, I mean, back he then. was he was with the Jets, and he was still like yep. decent. I mean, AJ Green, you got to say too, oh, and yeah, AJ Green. and. You cannot talk about wide receivers in this past decade without getting putting in the guy that labeled the category boomer bust, and that's Deshaun Jackson. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Deshaun Jackson deserves a shout out too. I mean, we could say like even Edelman was a consistent guy. Demarius Thomas had his seasons. We can probably go on for a while. But we could. I, I just I like tossing out. It's, it's <laughs> oh no, it's fun. It's to, like blast. going back at like the guys that you just remember. I remember for like the last ten years. 
Brandon Marshall was always a guy I was targeting. Jordy Nelson was I always a guy jersey. I was targeting. Well, I love I mean, that. Roddy White used to be one of my oh, favorite yep, White. You know what I mean? Right. It's like Roddy White. Just like he has those guys. Yo. Yeah, there, it was those guys that you just had in your mind that you're like, this is who I want to get. In, as soon as Julio came off the board, I was like, where's Roddy White? <laughs> Where can I get him? Where you at, Roddy? <laughs> He's thinking, all right. Uh, tight end. What's, what's our other position? Tight end? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, all right. I'll go first. Yeah, I don't know how. One, two, three, we'll all say it at the same time. <laughs> Actually, mine's probably different. But. All right, I'm picking um, Jimmy Graham. Ooh. So Ooh, girl. he was one of the best tight ends of the decade. The last couple years weren't as great, but for a tight end position, probably not, you know, horrible. Um, 2011, 1,300 yards, 99 receptions, 11 touchdowns. That's a tight end. That's a wide receiver one number right there. Next year. 18 yards shy of 1,000. Year to that, 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns. Year to that, 900 yards, 10 touchdowns, and then he gets traded to Seattle. And then he kind of dropped off there. I mean, he had a season with 900 yards and six touchdowns, but with Breeze, he was arguably the best with Gronk. Like the, That was the one-two. Like, who do you pick each year? Who is the best one? And they both did well. After that, Seattle, he had okay seasons but nothing compared to what he was with um breeze but the time where he was with breeze he was just phenomenal work of art he really was slam dunk in the basketball oh, and yeah. over the crossbar baby all yeah. right so i have to adjust mine and i know I'll, i know Corey just uh, cracked one to pour it i tony g only played three years in the decade that's why i couldn't pick up. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Was, I didn't like look up. He was my stats. first one. I'm like, damn it, I can't, I can't pick him. I'm trying to find the fantasy finishes for mine for for the for the yearly. Um, do you have that, Corey? No, I wish I did. Because I know that we have the same. We have the same one. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously. You can go ahead and take him. If you Rob want. Gronkowski. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski, you know, he has had over seventy uh, receiving touchdowns and over seven thousand receiving yards in the, in the decade. Um, so, it, it, and that's at the tight end position when uh, when the tight when the position itself ha- is lackluster every single year. Uh, Rob Gronkowski has gone in the first round in fantasy drafts before. No other tight end has ever done that. Um, however, those years that he went first in the uh, fantasy draft, he has burned you because he got hurt. Because <laughs> uh, that's what Rob Gronkowski does. He'll give you eight games. Uh, sometimes he'll suit up as a decoy. Thanks, Belichick. Um, and, and ruin a week for you. But outside of that, Rob Gronkowski has been a fantasy uh, championship type player many, many years. Yeah. And to, to just to go off that, like you said, he gets hurt a lot. He... Played essentially the same years that Jimmy Graham has up until this past year where Gronkowski retired. And he played 115 games versus Jimmy Graham playing 153. But you con- you, you contrast their stats, and he has 78-61 yards versus 78-83. So he's 20 yards shorter than, uh, <laughs> than Jimmy Graham. And he missed, I don't know, 40, Some almost games, 40 games. Yeah. So 38 games less. And he has five more touchdowns. So you think about the production of Rob Gronkowski when he's on the field, and it's just unparalleled. You've never seen production like this. Whether you want to say wide receiver, tight end, any position on the field, you haven't seen it. Um, and talk about trade chip. 
when you think yeah. about fantasy football, Rob Gronkowski oh, is always so the, much that guy. the best trade chip. I did yeah. it every year. All <laughs> the time. You, you get you so the, much. You find the team in I the league we'll, that doesn't have a tight end, and you say, hey, how can I... Well, there's plenty of te- today, there's plenty sir. of times that people don't have a tight end, but it was it was always finding that groove, knowing that Gronk is starting to break down a little bit in the season, and, and when shipping him off at his high point. In a league in New England, oh. Robert Carson goes from tight end one to to God. Yeah. yeah. Um, one year I got Calvin Johnson and McFadden straight uh, <laughs> up for Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> and that was McFadden's Raider year with like 1,500 yards. It, it was just insane. And then he got hurt. I think week eight. Yeah. But um, Gronk was mine, but I'm like, I know he's going to be a very popular pick. So look at Jimmy Graham. Like, wow, he actually had a pretty good uh, decade. So Tom, yeah, yeah. So Tony G, you can still talk about he's, him. He was, he was always. I don't. I mean, he he did nothing in the decade. He played three years, but I mean, his career was phenomenal. I'll just I'll do some honorable mentions. And I don't know, for me, like, this whole exercise is just going back over the last 10 years and saying who, who like, in the back of my mind was always the best. Antonio Gates, the amount of touchdowns that dude had was was crazy. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, Gronk and Jimmy Graham led the way 79 and 74. But then Antonio Gates had 57 touchdowns uh, in, in the year. Vernon Davis was nasty for a while. I mean... He was very, very good. It just good. sucks that he was on a team towards the end of the <laughs> decade behind a Jordan Reed and on a bad offense. Because he had years where... where he, uh, is he still the, the fastest tight end in the NFL history, like, on paper? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he still showed he, flashes of it because, like, last like, year he was when he was the most, I remember he's he being the and there most was that, athletic measure. Who was the coach uh, in San ben Watson Fran Singletary? Singletary um, was the coach yeah, for like only a couple back of years. Yeah, way back. Uh, he, he, he would bench Davis because he hated him. Got fired next year. Davis came out and just absolutely torched it. Right. Yeah, he was nasty. But yeah, that that's a great um great player. Jason Witten. Jason, Jason Witten, consistent uh, guy every year. Yeah. One one other guy to throw out here that no, I, this just jumped off. Kyle Rudolph. 47 touchdowns, which makes him <laughs> a top five. Everyone's face is like crazy. Goes, uh, it's gross. Is that true? He's the fourth most touchdowns by a tight end in the decade. This is the tight end position. <laughs> He's undrafted every season of the last decade. And is still probably free agent in a dynasty league. <laughs> we will echo the same things over the next 10 his, years. His own team yeah. just drafted another tight end looking to replace him. Yeah. I mean, and of course, there's... D- Delaney Walker. Um, yes, Delaney Walker. You know who only played, uh, only played two years in the decade, but had 18 touchdowns? Travis Kelsey. Kittle. Aaron Hernandez. R.I.P. Oh. What he... Oh, so, what he so actually, let's just only go back years? to the... Only uh, two. 2012. It's 2010 to 2012. Wait. In the decade. He was... What, he drafted 08? Something like that? That was when he was arrested? It was 2012? Yeah. yeah. We're old as crap, man. 18 touchdowns, 1,956 yards, 175 catches. Massive contract. I want to say another another consistent tight end is what we already talked about today is Greg Olson. So yep. uh, you know, he, he's another one that should be definitely talked about in the decade. Looking at some like older guys that if, Jordan, they, if they had played more, they would have been good. Dallas Clark, if we went back or to... Or the tight ends that didn't pan out, Jordan Cameron. Mm. Ooh. Hey. Um, who's the guy in the Browns? Oh, Barnage. Yeah. Gary, Gary Barnage? Barnage? He had like one, one season. Yeah, Winslow? <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, he's in jail. Was he in the de- decade? Did, uh, did was shot- he not in the decade? No, Wasn't he- that uh, one of your boys? Oh, no. I, I think I'm brilliant. <laughs> oh, I'm not a... 
I don't associate with him with me. Okay. No, no. I was, I was <laughs> thinking. I was thinking Braylon. Kellen Adams Winslow played three years in the decade, and really? now he's in jail. Like forever. he played with the Pats, right, for a year? No. Or no. Is a, I think he was just practice squad. Just, right? yeah, he might have been practice squad. Yeah, oh, yeah that sounds right. He came over, and I was like, he's gonna be nasty. He never made the team. I did did um, every year with somebody. Every to come Martellus Tor- Tor- Holt, Reggie nasty. Wayne, nasty. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Reed never ended up uh, doing anything with his desk because he was always never playing. But he was. He Jordan a, Reed might have the record for missed. It was games. sad. I mean, yeah, he said because the talent was there, and we all knew, and he showed it when he played. But when he played, was rare. Right. Jordan Reed was drafted in 2013. <laughs> so he's so, still so young. He, he yeah. might. He might retire. He should. His he brain is should. Yeah, so I, was, I mean, he didn't play a game last year. He was always questionable. And I had him for Another like six Redskins weeks. For the team. guy in the freaking IR. Did, like, yeah. uh, has anybody mentioned Julius Thomas? No, no, no. that's a good one. But that, that, he had a couple monster one years. Year. And yeah, 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 that was with the yeah, And then he went to Jacksonville. Did Jacksonville. Nothing. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, <laughs> that, the whole that's why Peyton's so good. Because <laughs> right. he can make anyone good. Right. All right. I think we wrap this one up. And do a... We probably should, yeah. Just yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap this one okay. up. Okay, we'll hop in. in the next that could be one. like an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm down. TBD, TBD, two no TBH. Yeah, if you guys want to uh, right. log on to the next one, we get something special coming for you. A little preview for the season coming your way. Super special, super, super special. special. Nobody super, else. Will super ever smash. Hear this. Super so special. 2019 seasons, you know, it's it's a wrap. It's over. It's been a wrap. So we're not going back there. We'll go back there in the summertime to look at stats for next year's rankings. But that's about it. Yeah, congratulations uh, on your season. Hope you won it. Hope you got a lot of good advice from us. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY. Look us up on our website. We got a lot of good stats on there, topshelffantasy.com. Um, yeah, I hope that we'll uh, be in touch with you guys soon. Reach us, reach out to us on social media. Greg? I was going to let you say Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, boy. He doesn't worry that way. No, don't worry that way. Stay fluid. Stay fluid.